And now, over to Brandon and Greg for Coastal Elites. Can we talk? Can we talk? I believe was about the dude stalking the girl. <laughs> we saw him. But um, the can we talk by? Um, oh, Tevin, Tevin Campbell. Campbell. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it is the song's been romanticized, but it's nothing romantic about it. He was right. like stalking her. <laughs> yeah. Like being a creeper. The baby face was always in his bag when he came to writing. No, that's true. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't have I'm Your Baby Tonight on there. Like he purposely wrote that song and made it difficult when he um, made it because he wanted to trip up Whitney Houston. How'd that work out? It didn't work out at all because she did it in one take because she wanted to go to the mall. <laughs> <sighs> um, so we're while we're while we're talking about uh, music, um, there there's a feature on um, the Spotify for podcasters dashboard in in the audience breakdown. It tells you. Um, people who have listened to your show, uh, they give you, I think it's five artists, um, that have been streamed the most by your listeners, uh, for the past 28 days. Um, so the, the people that are listening to this show, um, first and foremost, um, our audience is, um, 100% female. Of course. (laughs) Uh, They are age 100% female, age 45 to 59. (laughs) Black women. See, and this is where it gets interesting. The artists that they have streamed the most Mm -hmm. the past 28 days are Michael Jackson, Mm. Weezer, her? Avril Lavigne, huh? Jennifer Page. <laughs> uh, she had that one song, Crush. Oh, oh, oh. And Paulina Rubio. Ooh. Like, ladies, what's what's happening? What are y'all going through over there? Because um, that's that's all over the map. That's not black women on Spotify. Yeah, not on Spotify. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's that was fun. Uh. So it's it's Tuesday. Uh. We record this on Tuesday. You're listening on Thursday. Um. It is primary night. Yes. 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 And um. The tightly contested contest in South Carolina. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) How 
is old Greg doing in that race? <laughs> Wait, his name is Greg. <laughs> yeah, his first his first name is Greg. Yeah. But he was telling voters, I'm Marcel and I'm running. And <laughs> well, his to be fair, his middle name is it's, allegedly yes. Marcel. Allegedly. Um, allegedly. But dude, if you're running for office, you need to tell the people the name that's going to appear on the ballot so they won't be confused. Um, but, um, oh, Greg Marcel, a.k.a. Harpo, um, he came in third place. How bad is it? With tens of votes. Tens of <laughs> votes, even. Tens of votes. So, um, Uncle James Clyburn has like 91, 92% of the vote. Good. Good. Yeah. So it 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 was it was called like as soon as the polls right. closed, they're like, bloop, done. I've seen enough. <laughs> oh, but yeah. Oh, bless his heart and his mind. He'll he'll be he'll be back on Breebe's uh podcast within a week. I will I will guarantee. You mean Maga Bri Bri Booty Mouth? Yes, mm-hmm. that would that would be the one. So I had to turn that fan down. I couldn't hear shit. Oh. <laughs> um, let's see. It is also um, uh, Nevada is tonight. Yes, um, but it's still it's still too early. Um, nothing's. Nothing is posted about that. Uh, it's also North Dakota. Let's see what's oh, going yeah. on over there. Um, and also, while we're while we're on this subject, um, New York Times uh, election results. Don't put that shit behind a paywall. Fuck you. No. Like ridiculous. But but thank you, um, NPR for. For having no uh, paywall. No paywall. Coming through. All right. So, um, U.S. Senate uh, in North Dakota. Mm -hmm. Um, In the Dem primary, it has been called for Katrina Christensen. Okay. Uh, She beats out Michael Steele. Uh, in the GOP primary, um, John Hoven, Hoven, mm-hmm. Heaven, I don't know mm, him. Uh, <laughs> him. It was it was called for him against uh, Riley Kuntz. <laughs> uh, and then that's that's the man's name, Kuntz. Kuntz. All right. Uh, and then the All U.S. Right. House, North Dakota, Dem primary district one. Oh, North North Dakota only has yep. one congressional yep. district. That's it. That's awkward. Yeah. Uh, Mark Haugen. Mm-hmm. Haugen uh, ran on a post. So okay. he, he won the Dem primary. Uh, Kelly Armstrong won uh, the GOP primary. She gotcha. also ran on a post. Oh, well. Um, so they'll... So there's that. Yeah. So, um, um, 
Yes, so North Dakota only has one congressional seat and two senators. Because um, there's tens of people that live in North Dakota. There. So, um, so just so people may not know this, but congressional districts are based on population. Some people don't realize that. So the more populated your state is, the more congressional um, districts you have. That was kind of part of like the great compromise the New Jersey plan versus the Virginia plan, you know, um, large states versus small states. And to counter and not have the most populous states have all of the power, then they made the agreement to say, okay, well, each state will get two senators. So that's a little history lesson for you all. There you go. Yes. Um, it doesn't make sense uh, for there to be two senators per se, but that's... That's whatever. I, I mean, that was a great compromise. Big states versus small states. Virginia plan versus New Jersey plan. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, but you've got states like California and New York that have like 9,000 <clears throat> Congress people. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I. In, in Texas. Texas. Yeah um because kelly has how many like 52 um, 53 members in in congress because it's based on how like the number of electoral votes is the number of people in the house plus the two senators uh let's see Fifty-two. California okay. has fifty-two. Okay. Um, there, there was fifty-three, um, but because of the census, they lost a seat. They lost a seat. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, um, it's the first time in the state's history that they've ever lost a congressional seat. Hmm. That's so, very interesting. There's that. I wonder how many New York has. I feel like 27, maybe. Let's see. Uh, 26. Ah, ah, I was close. <laughs> 18 Democrats and seven Republicans. Mm. And Florida should have like 28 or 27, something like that. Why did that give me the Texas House of Representatives? I wanted... Oh. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh well, whatever. So yeah, there's that. Yeah. Um, so, um, in White House news, um, I think this is kind of breaking. Um, Keisha Lance Bottoms is going. Yeah, I just saw that. Um, to be, what's the position that it stated? Um. um I just I saw a thing on uh, I saw her post on Instagram, yeah, and um, it did, there weren't a whole lot of details. But she's replacing um, Cedric Richmond, who left his seat. Oh yeah, the um, um in Louisiana, the director of uh, public engagement. Yes, 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 yes. So um, so he moved to the um. What I feel like is the 
DNC or something like that. I could be wrong. Uh, let's see. It doesn't. Chris Pfizer just says he left. Yeah. His... Yeah, he went to the DNC. Oh, did he? Nice. Yeah, so he left and went to the DNC that opened up the Office of Engagement. So Keisha Lance Bottom will go into that spot. And we all know her from being the mayor, former mayor of Atlanta. Yes. Um, those of us on social media know her as the mayor of Atlanta that made that dry ass looking macaroni and cheese. <laughs> no one is going to let that go. Um, I actually, during the 2020 election, uh, she came to, um, to Alabama to campaign for now President Biden. Um, yes. And I was fortunate enough to be able to see her and meet her. Um, and when she announced that she was not seeking re-election for mayor, we all knew that she was headed for the White House. Yeah. In, in some capacity, we knew yeah. that that was going to happen. And the, like, they put her through some crap down there in Atlanta. Yeah, they did. Especially with the BLM um, protests and things like that. Like, they were giving her the blues, showing up outside of her house with a bullhorn and just being yes. out of pocket. And, you know, if, if Killer Mike was always at my press conferences breathing and stinking up the place, I'd resign <laughs> as mayor too. And <laughs> please. Somebody else's fucking problem now. Thank you. I ain't got to worry about crusty lip bastard. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> but yes. So congratulations to former Mayor Bottoms. Yes. Just that name. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, um, good luck in your new position working in the White House, working with President Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris. Um, this is exciting. This is really, really exciting. So um, I, I wonder, because when uh, she announced that she was not seeking re-election for mayor of Atlanta. Um, she said it was because her husband accepted a job in Chicago hmm. working for, I believe it was like Walgreens corporate or something. Hmm. Um, so I wonder if like he's going to travel back and forth or if she's going to travel back and forth. She may have more flexibility with her position than he does with his. You or know, maybe, I'm, you know, she's just yeah. going to get a little apartment. And, yeah. And then, you know, they can, hey, babe, come here on the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, and they, they have teenagers, they kids, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, maybe they're, I don't know. I'm I'm sure I'm sure they have it figured out. That's yeah. That's that's a family that you know I I imagine does not let anything slip through the cracks. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. So, but again, congrats to you, yes. Keisha Lance Bottoms, and I'm sure the White House is excited to have you there, and you know we're excited. Um, yes. Yeah. So it's been so much going on in the in the world of politics. I know. The January 6th committee, um, the Senate uh, bipartisan group actually agreed upon some legislation for gun reform. 
and it includes like the um the boyfriend loophole boyfriend loophole and all that good stuff and background checks and things like that and there's a certain congresswoman from new york yeah who is likely going to vote against it well and she's she's been very vocal and like she she came out and said that there are provisions in in that bill um that are harmful to her constituents and it's like so closing the boyfriend loophole is harmful harmful. to your constituents or your constituents the abusive boyfriend that get guns and shoot and kill their girlfriends yeah or boyfriends or whomever Is, is is that it um she says it's detrimental to black and brown people the background checks like how is that detrimental I'm pretty sure, you know, background checks are a good thing. Um, and, and you're looking out for black and brown people now. I remember a few years ago, like a year or two ago, when they asked you about reparations, you said, well, who, who is, is even black? black? Who is even black? Yeah. Like, come on. She's, I, I've always said this and I've always felt this way that she is a chaos agent mm-hmm. agent of chaos aoc <laughs> get it um always on camera um i just this has been cemented like you're going back and forth about gun control with the father that lost his child in sandy hook yeah like have several seats I would tell you like to go to your office and 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 sit down somewhere, but you don't have an office. As was proven on 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 Twitter, um, there was there was a discourse about the office, uh, the the existence of a Congresswoman Ocasio Cortez congressional district office. Um, and several people outside of New York claimed that she had one and someone went as far as to pull up the address on Google maps and show that it, it in fact did not exist. There's no office. And, and when people brought that to her attention originally, um, she pushed back by saying, well, if her constituents want to get in touch with her, they can reach her on social media. Which, if you don't want you, you haven't passed any got written or passed any legislation at all whatsoever. Then people saying, "Well, we need to give her a chance. She's brand new." Lauren Underwood came in at the same time as she did, I believe. Yeah, I believe they all came in at twenty eighteen. Yeah, Lauren she, Underwood has had like she's up to eight, I think, eight pieces of legislation signed into law. Yeah. Under two presidents. Um, the goose from New York has had like 12, 11 or 12. Um, Lucy McBath has had, has had six. Like six. Yeah. I think, and, and there's, you know, and they all, I mean, even, the you know, uh, Ayanna Presley has had two. Rashida Talib has had who a couple. I, who I can't um, stand, but she's had like one or two. Uh, who? Rep. Omar has had a couple. One. Of, I think one. she's had one. 
She's um, had one piece of legislation signed through. Like Katie, Katie Porter has had zero. But she's got her whiteboard. I know. <laughs> but like <laughs> the the whiteboard is the backbone of democracy, Brad. Uh, we the people, one whiteboard under God, indivisible, <laughs> with liberty and expo markers for all. And people are like, she gathers those business people and like, and uh, regarding um, Katie Porter and then AOC, she's always getting people together in those committee hearings. Performative. Right. But when it comes to actually implementing some type of change or actually doing something for the constituents in her district and in the country, there's nothing to vouch for. There's nothing there. Like Bernie Sanders, all he's named is a post office. Or two. I, I just, but um, it's, it's, I never had on like my living in the 2020s bingo card <laughs> that a quote unquote progressive representative would vote down or basically say that she likely will vote down um, gun legislation. You're siding with the NRA, just yeah. like Bernie. So, um, yeah, I I would be interested to see um, her FEC records. I want to I want to I want to see where the money's coming from. Me, too. I would actually. And this is this is pure speculation. I'm I am not stating this to be true. Um, It is a thought I have just had. I would be interested to see uh, who paid for that Met Gala ticket a few years ago. Hmm. Hmm. I want to know who paid for Corey Bush's Oreos and that air mattress. Uh, the the people of Missouri paid for that. Um, that is that is your tax dollars at work. Um, so Missouri. Uh, but while we are talking about um, Congresswoman Dry Erase, um, <laughs> I want to address that the bar for white elected officials is set to hell. Mm. Um you know, the January 6th hearings have started and suddenly there is a there's this outpouring of love and support for the demon offspring <laughs> of a former vice president. And, you know, please keep in mind when when you you know, yes, it's. It's great that um, old six-headed dragon Cheney is, you know, doing the right thing and bucking her party for democracy. Great. Fantastic. You know, I stand corrected. She has a soul. Who knew? Um, Does she? she? mm, But, you know, you you have to keep in mind that uh, she has voted against uh the john lewis voting rights act she she votes with republicans 100 percent of the time 
she's okay with what Republicans do. She just doesn't want it to be so blatant and obvious. She likes her racism to be a little more quiet. Right. <laughs> she she likes for the hoods to be on. She likes mm-hmm. for it to, you know, be after sundown when she burns the cross in mm-hmm. your front yard. Exactly. Um, you know, let's let's stop with this Liz Cheney for president nonsense. Um, you know, y'all forget she she is the daughter of a man who had his still beating heart ripped out of his chest and survived twice. Her daddy shot somebody in the face and the guy apologized to him for getting shot in the face. Like Republicans are not your friends. The people at the Lincoln project are not your fucking friends. George Conway is not your fucking friend. Steve Schmidt is not anyone's friend. It's, it's crazy. There is a common foe of the never Trumpers and sane Democrats. (laughs) <laughs> and that's Donald Trump. Like so, it's... It, but those people, those never Trumpers are still Republicans and they're still pieces of shit. Yeah, like they're... During election cycles, they can be useful idiots. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll let them spend their money. We'll, yeah. we'll you know... We'll let them, you know, run their ads and, and you know, each other up. Like, yeah, it, it, it takes me back to a point that was made during the uh, the 2020 election. You know, mm-hmm. somebody said, you know, Hillary Clinton could have used the Lincoln Project then. And the thing the thing you have to understand is. Um, those boys at the Lincoln Project were running ads against Hillary, Hillary Clinton. Clinton. And it didn't just start in 2016. They were running ads for decades against Hillary Clinton. Yeah. We forget that this is the group that worked on John McCain's campaign against yep. Barack Obama and gave us Sarah Palin. We forget that these are individuals that work for George W. Bush, not once, but twice. So these individuals are students of Newt Gingrich. Yeah. Like, come on. And we all know how crappy of a person Newt Gingrich is. I'm about to say was, but is. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, well, I mean, I, I feel like uh, that woman he's married to is like sucking the life force out of him. Um, because she gets younger and he is damn near a cadaver. Um, <laughs> you know, like you, you can thank the people at the Lincoln Project for 9 11. He said it. You can thank the people. We were thanking it. At the Lincoln Project for the war in Iraq. You can thank the people at the Lincoln Project for the war in Afghanistan. You can thank the people of the Lincoln Project for the response to Hurricane Katrina. 
you can thank the people from the Leakin Project because I think they also worked with Governor Snyder when he was the governor of Michigan. I believe they did, some of them. Oh, nice. For Michigan's water issues in Flint. So yeah. you can thank the people of the Lincoln Project for voter suppression laws. I mean, really, any problem that's facing this country in the last 20 years, even in the last 30 years, mm-hmm. you can trace it. You can six degrees of separation that shit to somebody mm-hmm. at the Lincoln Project. Sure can. So, you know, next next time you're all up in the comments thanking them and, you know, giving them reach arounds on social media. Uh, mm. Thank them for that. Yeah. But Lincoln Project keeps spending your money and going after That's Trump right. and his, you know, minions. Absolutely. You. you know, spend your money. But y'all steal some pieces of shit. But, you know, I don't. Mm-mm. I don't subscri- subscribe to the uh, Big Tent theory. No. Like, I'll let you in the tent when you prove that you can be trusted. A lot of folks are proving that they can't be trusted. Consistently prove that you can be trusted. Um, you know, but if you are part of the architects of some of the shittiest things this country has done, then, you know, no, I've, I will not welcome you with arms wide open. And, you know, if, if you have a problem with that, you know, I'll tell you, like I told Steve Schmidt the day that I got uh, suspended from Twitter for 12 hours, uh, <laughs> abort yourself. Mm. Worth it. And that's that on that. <laughs> uh, have you watched any of the January 6th hearing? I have. I have watched it. Um, I watched the first day and the other days when it's been on, I've been at work, but I've been watching clips of it. Um, but a lot of it, a lot of it is stuff that I kind of already knew and put together. So I've, I've come to the understanding that the January 6th committee hearings are not for people like me or like you, because we're already informed and engaged. It's for the individuals that are not as engaged, um, consistently with politics and with voting and, and with the goings on in Washington, D.C., it's for the average American citizen that um, is somewhat on the fence and don't really, they knew that something bad happened, but they don't know the severity of it and how much is connected and yeah. how much of it was orchestrated. Um, but there was like the video of the female officer being knocked out. Like that was brand new. That was crazy. And she, yeah. you can still see that she has, she has PTSD from that. Um, those blank stares off into space. It, it's, 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 you know, my heart goes out to, to her. But also, it just reinforced the fact that the Capitol was purposely understaffed with security on that day. It was purposely understaffed with police officers and police presence on that day. And who, who basically was the person to say, hey, let's ensure that there's not a lot of cops there. Let's give most of our officers a day off. Yes, the chief, but who gave him that notice to do that? You know, um, 
all I know is that if it was if they knew that it was a Black Lives Matter rally coming, no one would have been able to get within 100 miles of the Capitol building on that day. Oh yeah, you know as um, as we as we saw yeah. uh, that you know the National Guard from what was it like six states was called in. Yeah, yeah. To you know because protesters were at Lafayette. Um, of Lafayette Street Park. Park, yeah. Um, protesting and the orange Tweety Bird with alopecia. Trump was in the basement of the White House scared. Um, and wasn't nobody gonna do anything to him. Nobody cared about that, you know. Yes. Um, but it's 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 just interesting. I just got pissed off with all the praise that Liz Cheney was getting for doing her job, and people were and and Palm colored people <laughs> were basically shitting on Benny Thompson. Yeah. He's not entertaining enough. He, he's not dramatic. I don't need my politics to be entertaining. And that's the problem with America right now. Yes. We want to be fucking entertained all the damn time. People still saying, well, at least Trump was funny. Bitch, that's, the fuck? Like, I don't need my president to be funny. I don't need to want to sit down and have a beer with my president or drink with my president. I need my president to do their job and to ensure that the American people are well off. Yeah. And to, 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 if a crisis occurs, they solve it or they fix it to the best of their ability. That's why I need my, my, my leaders in Congress and, and in the Senate and, and the state and so on and so forth and the president to do. I don't need them to be entertaining. I don't want to go hang out with them. I don't. Yeah. And this is not a reality show. And we're treating this shit like a reality show. And we're getting piss poor ass leadership. And then when we get someone in there that's smart, that's capable to clean up the mess, we're mad because they're not cleaning up the mess fast enough. So I'm just I'm fucking tired of people. <laughs> I also I I like for my elected officials not to abuse their power. Um, I I like for my elected officials not to um, just write executive orders all willy nilly for shit that they know will get caught up in the Supreme Court and then nothing will happen. I, I like my elected officials to actually do work and yeah. not just tweet. Um, I, I like for my elected officials not to um, have to go on Instagram live. Uh, to talk to uh, the people. Um, I like for my re- elected representatives to actually have town hall meetings in person with their constituents and take questions, even if the yeah. questions are difficult questions to take and answer. You know, I, I, I need that to happen. I'm tired of these wannabe reality TV stars or these individuals that get a little publicity from the media because they're like the it person, the it congressman or senator, and they constantly want to go on TV spotting off bullshit and yeah. and creating chaos and and sowing doubt in the, the minds of people every day with negativity. Like, wh- wh- what is your purpose? Your purpose is to grift and make money. And it's also to ensure, and I'm talking about the Democrats, um, the ones that are alleged Democrats in this particular case, 
you want Democrats to lose their majorities in the House and the Senate. You even want to cripple the Democrats and don't want them to um, hold on to the presidency because it interferes with the amount of money that you make. Yep. You see, when Trump was in office and Republicans were in control, certain progressives, and I use that term loosely, but certain progressives were making a lot more money yep. being the voice of the opposition. But when the Democrats got in power, now they're not making a lot of money. So they want to ensure that Democrats are hobbled and, and hurt because they missed those checks. Yeah. And, you know, you can you can trace it back uh, to, you know, we're not going to name names. But if, if you're curious, uh, just look at the people who voted against uh, the Russian sanctions. Every last one of them. Every last one of them. Hmm. You know, at at some point when Matt Gates, who hmm. is under federal investigation right now for sex trafficking underage girls, says that he wants to be like you, you need to rethink your entire life. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, there's there's that. Speaking of somebody that needs to rethink their entire life, yes, Lauren Bobart. Oh God, what's she done now? So apparently, it has come out that she was a prostitute and had two abortions. Now I have nothing against sex workers. Right. I don't. Right. And again, I have nothing against a woman having a right to choose to have an abortion. I don't. My issue with Lauren Bobart is the fact that she had those options. It's the hypocrisy. Twice. It's the hypocrisy. It's the same issue I had with um, old Maddie. Oh, Maddie. <sighs> it's the same What's Maddie up to? Where's he at? What's he doing? <laughs> mm, or who is he doing? Um, but it was my same issue with him. Like you. You're, you're a freaking hypocrite. And, and that's always been my problem with, with certain individuals. So Lauren Bobart, ma'am, how dare you sit up there and try to restrict a woman's right to choose and you actually benefited from that? And the fact that she was a, a prostitute, didn't Ted Cruz discover her to a certain extent? Well, there sort of run. I I think so, maybe. But there was that whole, um, and it kind of reeks of conspiracy theory. But I mean, there there is some merit to it. Uh, there, there's that website, and I cannot for the life of me. It's a casting website, mm. basically, um, and there it has come to light that a lot of the now bigger it's like shooting star or shining star or some shit like that. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, people like Lauren Boebert uh, were found to have profiles on there. Mm -hmm. uh, Candace Owens mm -hmm. um, was found to have her profile on there. And, you know, 
even uh, during the whole uh, uh, when Rudy Giuliani and his band of merry clowns were um, <laughs> calling election fraud, uh, they, a lot of their like star witnesses yes. were found to have profiles on this website. Hmm. I wonder if Ice Cube and um, Uncle Luke <laughs> I'm, I'm, but it's it's just very interesting how these individuals have come out of nowhere and they have no sense of what type of work it takes to be a competent congressional leader they're yeah. just there to put on a show they're they're what i call buzzword politicians yes you know, they come out, they say whatever the fucking, you know, popular talking point for that week is. And, you know, they throw some some word salad around and that's your that's your sound clip, good or bad. Yeah. Um, you know, and it gets some notice and they get um, likes and clicks. Yep, and they get paid for those likes and clicks, and then wash, rinse, and repeat. Yeah, and you know it's important to note that um, you know what Brandon and I and so many other people on this network do is for likes and clicks. Uh, you know we 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 are essentially entertainers. Mm-hmm. We're not elected officials. Mm-hmm. The, the lives and livelihoods of, you know, depending on where you're from, you know, be it tens of people to tens of thousands of people, those lives and livelihoods are not our responsibility. It's not. We, Brennan and I don't have to answer to anybody but the people that listen to this show. Um, and, and, you know, nine times out of 10, not, not even them, because, you know, we, we're, we do this we're, for fun. <laughs> and also we're partial owners of this business. Yeah, so it, sorry, uh, we, lo- we love you. Thank you. You know, leave a review. Um, <laughs> uh, but just to the, to the point, um, you know, we will cut up and have a good time and, you know, talk shit um, because we're after likes and clicks. Yeah. But we have more sense than some of these damn elected officials. Yes. And we have more respect for this country and for the Constitution and for constituents than some of these elected officials. Yes. And, And it's... And it shouldn't be that way. It yeah. shouldn't be that way. Well, honestly, everyone should have that same respect. Everybody should respect the Constitution. Right, right. And all, you know, but if you're an elected official, like if, if you are, if you or I, Greg, became an elected official God tomorrow. Forbid. Uh- yeah. I, <laughs> but if we were, we wouldn't be on here. We would use our platforms differently. Right. right. We would actually roll up our sleeves and do the work. We won't just tweet about stuff. We'll actually try to write a bill and try to get co-sponsors for it or try to, you know, corral a, um, 
a, a committee or, or a, hire a miner to be our I'm campaign a, manager. Shit. Um, but going back to Lo- Lauren, Lauren uh, Bobert, um, she is under investigation from the ethics committee right now yes. um, because she turned in some receipts for mileage that didn't quite add up. Mm, so now she's stealing. She's um, stealing. And she likely won't be reelected because her, I think her district has been redrawn. Yeah, she... Who 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 does she have to run against? It's a popular. Uh, it's it's um. It's, I feel like he was a part of one of the um, impeachment committees. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, hang on, I mean, it's it's gonna drive me crazy. Um, let's see. It's 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 Jonah Goose. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. She's in uh, she's in his district. Yeah, now. she's done. She's done. <laughs> she's done. Yeah, you're um, done. <laughs> so oh. that'll be interesting. A few of the squad members were AOC back on her. Ugh, but she's just been like stepping in shit all week. Um, she's pissed off because. Um, there are some individuals that are funding primary challenges against members of the squad. And one, one of those that are being, that's going to be primaried by a well-funded individual, there's Rashida Tlaib. Oh. So, yeah. So, not, where um, I, not where I thought you were going with that. Yeah. So AOC is pissed off and said that it's not fair that you know, Democrats are primarying of the Democrats. And I'm like, hold oh, up, oh, wait a minute, oh, wait, oh, 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 wait, 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 wait. Did you not endorse I, Shunt, uh, um, Nina Turner against Chantel Brown? Not once, but twice. You actually went to that district in Ohio to campaign against Chantel Brown, who is a part, who's part of the Congressional um, Progressive Caucus in, in, in Congress. You also winning campaign against Sharice Davids with Bernie Sanders in tow. And you you supported her. I feel like he was pro-choice and pro-gun. She. It was it was a woman. Oh, the second time. No, 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 no. The 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 first time. Oh, I thought the first time it was a man. See, I just, no, it was I, it was a woman. But you know what? Let's take it further further back than that. Let's no. take it further back than that. Uh-huh. Um, Congresswoman Ocasio-Cortez, um, explain to the class, please, how exactly you came to be a congresswoman. Hmm. Ooh, 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 I know. Uh, because the, um, the seat that you ran for was not vacant. It wasn't. Wasn't a new seat. No, it wasn't. So what's good for the goose isn't good for the gander? Is that what you're telling me? Agent of chaos? But then, you know, she demands that um, Sean Patrick Mahoney. Mahoney, Mahoney, um, uh-huh. 
steps down as a DCC chair um, because his district has been redrawn. Um, and, you know, Richie Torres is, you know, a vast majority, Richie Torres' district basically got absorbed. Yes. Is what happened. Um, you know, if he ran for reelection, um, because Richie Torres is also, you know, running. Yeah. Um, but then turned around and endorsed both of their opponents mm-hmm. in the primary. Yeah. I. She's full of shit. Yeah. Like it. Stick and, to your fucking guns. Like yeah. if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna say some shit, you know, you should have endorsed Richie and that should have been it. Boom. Because then that whole, oh, well, Rep Mahoney has to step down because he's primarying another Democrat. Mm hmm. There would have been some merit to that. Thank you. But now you have endorsed someone who is primarying not one, but two Democrats. Hmm. It's the hypocrisy for me. The hypocrisy. The hypocrisy. It's, it's like I just... Again, I just AOC, this is what I need you to do. Because it's clear that you don't want to be in politics because you got on your 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 live and was crying about you know the the nastiness of it and it is just not who you are. It is beneath resign. If you don't like what you're doing, leave. And on that part, I think it's time for us to leave this, this topic and move on. Uh, we will be right back. <laughs> 